Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Welcome, everyone, to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Friday, August 9th, 2019. We made it to the end of another great week of uh, talk radio here on Standing on My Soapbox. I'm Scott Fullerton, your host. Just a couple seconds, my co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley, will be joining me. We hope you guys have had a fantastic week, and we are looking forward to uh, finishing up a little decent chat here. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. Craig, how are we doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I I barely heard anything that you said, so if you could repeat everything that you just said over the past minute, then I would be able to. Is that because of me or is that because of you? I have no idea. I I think it's more because of me. Okay, because I'm out in the wind right now outside. So am I. Me with the back or you? It's very windy where I'm at, too, although it just seemed to have um, settled down a little bit. Well, dude, why, why are you I outside? am like a stress monster right now. Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> uh, I'm doing a little traveling today, so I'm not at home. And right. I get to my destination, and I realize I left my phone at home on the charger. Nice. So I have no computer, no phone. I'm a couple hours away from home, and I have a radio show to do. So, like, great, so, what's going to happen here? So, so how are you actually doing it? Well, because I'm an idiot and I decided to find a local AT&T store, which was scary enough in itself because normally I would look for that on my phone. I didn't have my phone to look up where the closest AT&T store was. I just right. found the, the biggest main drag off the freeway and drove up and down the street till I happened to see an AT&T store. Thank God there's one in every five blocks or something, and I just opened a new line on my phone, and I'm going to return it tomorrow. Shush, don't tell anybody. <laughs> so Excellent. I am on a brand-new phone that I had to basically install, and, of course, I had to remember all my passwords. So I spent the last half hour trying to remember my passwords to our radio station here and to my Facebook so I can see the notes that I sent you over Messenger. So I've just been a total stress monster for the last uh, about hour and a half now. But I think I'm well, okay don't now. Don't be stressed out. I've, I've, I've got all those notes. You don't, you don't actually need them. I've got all of them. I know, but I was hoping I could have them just to refer to. But I didn't even know if I could remember the log into the damn radio station. So I was nice. happy I found that. So we're doing okay. So I'm on a strange phone, on a strange land, and uh, – we will make our Friday happen from here. And now that we're actually talking on here, I'm not quite as stressed. Of course, the the phone is a little weird for my iPhone. I, I got a, a uh, an S10, which is different because I didn't want to get a whole new iPhone. And I knew I was going right. to turn it anyway. So I can't really – there's only two buttons I can press on the studio. So when we go to break, we're just going to have to listen to the song. We're not going to be able to talk to each other because I can't Excellent. get over to that. Thing. Well, what the heck? <laughs> hey, man, it's fine. Hey, we'll deal with it. Friday. Just, you know, technical difficulties of trying to run a podcast. Is it Friday the 13th or is it Friday the 9th? I really can't tell. I don't know. I don't know. Is it Friday the 9th already? Yeah, yes, it's, it it's, is. Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's October, it's October 3rd, by the way, that that asteroid is passing by us. It's oh, October so we still 3rd, got so. two months to wait until yeah, we... Yeah. See if we're going to die or not. Okay. Very cool. See if that is going to get dragged into our atmosphere or not. Next three weeks is only September. We've got to wait two months. Oh, I'm sorry. A month and, yeah, a month and three weeks. 
How's your day? Yeah, it wasn't August. Um, hot. Uh, it's always hot here in, in Vegas, from what I can tell. Uh, and uh, especially lately, we've, yeah, let's start out with the weather. Weather's actually causing a bunch of stuff right now. Uh, there's a bunch of climate catastrophes that are happening currently. Um, and one of those is this high pressure system that's been sitting over the United States. It's just been creeping along. Um, that's causing a bunch of storms and currently causing a bunch of heat. This whole weekend is going to be just an absolute nightmare for the South and Southeast. Um, they're going to get, not only are you going to get a bunch of humidity, but you're also going to get a bunch of, uh, like your heat indexes are going to go up to 105 in places like Atlanta, oh, wow. uh, in Oklahoma, you're going to get a whole bunch of your heat indexes up there at 105 as well. Um, very little rain associated with the center of this, uh, but the whole ring around it and their uh, weather weather forecasters are calling it a ring of fire when really it's not. Um, it's just high pressure system that's putting a bunch of heat. The ring of fire is over and is surrounding the Pacific. Uh, you know, verbiage is really important and uh, they seem to be uh, messing things up as well. Uh, weather forecasters out there, I, I, dude, I, I, I can't tell you who's a meteorologist and who's not. It used to be that, you know, if you um, were uh, a really good looking person, that uh, you weren't a meteorologist, you were just a weather forecaster because there's agents for those types of people. Um, but the trained meteorologists, you know, all of them should know better at this point and uh and well, they don't have to they have don't seem to be station. you don't have to have all meteorologists at any station you just have to have no, one. At, yeah no at every at every well i think the weather channel is different than that and and uh and uh the, and the weather, weather nation has more but i think by fcc things in order to call a weatherman you have to have at least one person be uh actually going to school for it just only one person that's a, an actual meteorologist. Otherwise, right. all the rest of them are just weather forecasters. So, um, yeah, and, and yeah, just a bunch of pretty people telling you the weather um, when they don't really know what they're talking about. They don't know the science end of it and uh, where I've actually gone out and, you know, um, uh, taken uh, meteorology uh, courses at Penn State. And Penn State is the number one meteorology um, uh, school in the United States. Uh, there's only a school in Denmark, I think, that is comparable uh, to, to the training that they provide. And the majority of, like, my professors worked at, uh, worked at the Weather Channel. These, these are the guys that are actually showing you, initiating the computer graphics and also um, showing you what's happening. And these are the guys that are, that are giving their signatures to the, uh, um, uh, any of the graphs that go out on a daily basis. So, um, you know, that's where I've got my training from, and I, I don't know where the rest of these people have gotten theirs. Uh, so um, that's why I'm calling out a bunch of stuff, you know, that they're not normally calling out, such as this high-pressure system uh, that is actually causing a bunch of storms across the United States as well. And it's, it's a strange system, uh, and that's the type of weather events that we're going to have to deal with coming up here in the near future um a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff happened uh, with uh, with you know the the arctic caps melting um but on on the weather end of it um wow i'm having a uh, having a hard time it's windy out here too dude uh having a hard time finding my notes because they're blowing all over the place um man i i don't know what do you, what do you got to talk about for a second until i can get my my stuff together. Hey, look, I, I didn't swear. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, get into our mass shootings because there's still news on that. Really? Um, go from weather catastrophes to mass shootings. Yeah, we'll stay in the catastrophe zone. What the heck? We'll, we'll talk about it here today. Um, they are actually calling. We talked about this the other day that there really is no domestic terrorism laws in the country and that's really concerning to a lot of the people in home security and things like that there is 
they can define domestic terrorism. To, uh, domestic terrorism is defined in the Homeland Security Handbook, but there are no laws to prevent it. Like we talked about a couple of days ago after this stuff happened, I think it was Monday. If there was, uh, if this was someone from a Islamist Islamist sect or a Muslim or something, we have laws to deal with that kind of terrorism. When it's a homegrown terrorism, we have nothing to deal with that because there's no laws right. on the books for that. So they're finally looking into that to see what we can do because we have um, the uh, circumstances going more and more together with uh, homegrown. Dude, there was just another one. There was just another one yesterday where a guy walked into a Walmart again um, with. Uh, yeah, this is an, these are two idiots I want to talk about. Go ahead and talk about that. Yeah. Um, no, he walked into walked into a Walmart carrying it fully loaded and carrying an AK, from what I understand. So, um, and a fire, an off-duty firefighter. Say what? Yeah, full body armor. Like, yeah, full body, full body armor. Um, uh, off-duty fireman um, drew his weapon, and this was in Missouri, Springfield, Missouri. Um, uh, and uh, off-duty fire firemen drew his weapon and uh, told him to, you know, lay down and and behave until the freaking police show up. So, and then they just arrested him. We're not handling this correctly. I, I'm surprised that dude didn't just just shoot him. I, you know, I mean, instead of telling him to, you know, didn't get shot. I mean, how how tone deaf can you be four days after a violent like this to walk into a Walmart with a loaded gun? Because in Missouri, you're allowed to walk in any place with a loaded no, gun. No, you're, yeah, you're, you're allowed to walk around with a loaded gun as long as it's not concealed, as long as everybody can see it, and as long as it's not held in a threatening manner. So right. um, you're absolutely allowed to. It's the same here in, in Vegas. Uh, there are many states where you can actually walk around and have a fully loaded gun on you um, as long as it's not concealed, as long as it's right out in the open. And I Dude, see people all the time. around your shoulder, that's a dangerous manner to me. I got to tell you, I think that, I don't care where it's at. If it's hanging around your shoulder, I don't care if you're wearing like a backpack Even if and it's, it's just behind hanging, you. Yeah. yeah, and it's behind you. That's yeah. scary to um, me. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've seen a whole bunch of people walking around with guns. I, I, and it doesn't ever, it's never phased me. Um, I, you know, it's, it. Uh, it, it's. I, I was once told that you know this place isn't the United States isn't the Wild West, and I'm like, no, it's worse. Uh, we have now military grade weapons, you know, so you can shoot 30 people in 20 seconds, and it's so it's worse. You know, it's not like we're just walking around with a six shooter, so and you know, and that's all we have, or or a double barrel shotgun, you know, stuff like that. That's and that's all we had um, at that time. So it's. It's worse, and you have to be fully aware of that, and you have to be fully prepared for that. So seeing people walk around, yeah, but but all suited up with with bulletproof with jackets and with pads and with, and then many magazines and then carrying no, no, that's not the way this goes down because uh, you're liable to get shot at this point. There's so many people just just they're just. It just uh, the way I look at it is everybody's carrying a gun. Everybody. So you have to assume that if you're going to commit a criminal act, you, you are going to get shot. And it'll be by a civilian. It'll be by someone who's not, you know, a police officer is not regulated to shoot you or 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 yeah, hired to shoot to you. cut someone off in traffic anymore because so many people carry uh, well no that's uh, that's actually a good thing dude that's actually a good thing you know that's part of the legalization of weed is that road rage went down a good 25 percent so you know that, that's actually actually a good thing you know uh, you, on the road you might as well give everybody their there, like if you're sitting in the left lane, you know I've got a pet peeve about this. If you're sitting in the left lane and you're doing 65 or 70 or whatever it is, whatever the speed limit is, and and you're just sitting there and you got a line of traffic behind you, you're the hazard. So please get out of the way because you're causing road rage in back of you. 
So, you know, you are actually the one causing it. So just get out of the way and, and give people like a, a safety margin. You know, we're supposed to go, if you're doing 60 miles an hour, you're supposed to give the car ahead of you six car lengths, six car lengths in order to stop. That was at least the old rule. So I'm not sure what the new, new rule is because we've got a lot of cars that can stop a lot faster than that now. So it, it, six car lengths is a, is a lot. You know, you you gotta you gotta know that these that that, that people can screw up and people are angry. They want to get in. They're merging, and especially if you're sending a merge lane, you gotta give those people well, that are merging. You you're an emergency. Uh, oh happen. no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, driving in Los There's Angeles. No, there are no six car lanes. It's mainly There's a parking lot, though. Dude. I mean, it's I think I was kind of like. One car length per so many miles an hour is what I was taught, but they, who knows what they teach. Yeah, it's, it's one car length for 10 miles an hour, and per 10 miles an hour is what it is. So if you're doing 60, you should be six car lengths back, and, right, and that's right. an average okay. speed of, of everybody. So, right. you know, it, and, 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 and I know that rules probably change just because, like I said, we've got high performance brakes that, you know, can literally stop you in half that distance, but they, you know, you can't rely on that. And you also can't rely on your reaction time, and you can't rely on the person that's driving in front of you that's causing whatever problem, their reaction time. So, you know, you have to, you have to really pay attention to yourself when you're on the road and the other people around you and give them room. This is on a Friday, right? right. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people that are, that are just sitting in traffic going, seriously, I do not want to give this jerk in front of me any room. No, I am not letting you in. Just let them in. Leave a car length. If you're in bumper to bumper, actually, leave a car length in front of you, because then anybody who's jockeying around who's trying to, to get common courtesy, though. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just just leave a car length. I wait for someone at a stop sign or light and let someone go or see someone in yeah. the driveway, and they they're just so used to no one being courteous that they won't move. And it frustrates yeah, no, the heck out of it. They're in shock, Come dude. They're, they're, they're absolutely in shock. <laughs> Wait, somebody's being nice on the road? So, yeah, just, exactly. you know, back so off when you're... Much of the problem. Yeah, 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 and I've done this a lot in bumper-to-bumper traffic where I'll just back off a car length or two, and, and that way you're not using your brakes as much. You're just coasting. Right. You're only doing, you know, a mile an hour or two miles an hour, but you're at least coasting. And and not hitting your brakes, not stepping on your brakes the whole time. Um, and then people have room to do whatever stupid maneuver they're going to do in front of you at bumper-to-bumper traffic. You know, just getting into your lane you know, as, as fast as they possibly can because they think that that lane's moving faster. It's not. But right. it doesn't matter. You're letting them. You're giving them the courtesy, like you just said, to, to do that. You know, and then back off of that person right. to two car lengths. And, you know, eventually the traffic actually flows better. If everybody does that, if you let people actually merge in front of you, traffic will flow better. <laughs> it's it's hard right, to exactly. figure that one out. It's hard to explain that thought, one. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be courteous, back off about two car lengths and everybody flows. Everything flows. So, um, well, let's go back, back to, to the guy. I mean, dude, we were talking the dude about the little high school followers. This guy in the Walmart was 20 years yeah. old. His name was Dmitry Andre Chekhov. He's um, a Russian. 20 years old. So, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, he could be a, a natural born Russian. I'll, I'll give it that. But yeah, well, he does have I, a Slavic sounding name, that's for sure. Yep. Um, but it's like I think that's interesting, kids, just, just because we've had a bunch of problems with the Russians lately. Not lately. Right. I mean, wow. Even before I was born, um, uh, Kennedy had the Cold War. That was against the Russians. So, you know, I mean, we've been having a problem with that whole with that whole society over there and the thought process, at least the government, not necessarily right. the people. Because I actually know people that are Russian, and they're really sweet, and they're really nice, and they're really talented. They don't live there anymore. They either live in the United States or they live in Mexico. So they they don't live there anymore. So that's key to, you know, who these people actually are. And the government over there is just, we've been fighting them forever. We're fighting them forever. Right. And I just find it, the the interesting part of the story with me is like you talked about in the beginning here, 
But this guy was stopped by an off-duty fireman with a gun. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I guess I'm surprised it was a fireman that had a gun. I guess anybody could have a concealed carry. Anybody but that can. he was yeah. actually able to do an arresting thing as a fireman was kind of interesting. Maybe this held off to the police out there. But uh, yeah, that, that's, it, that story was extremely interesting to me. And then we have another weirdo, an 18-year-old, that is out menacing in front of a detention center in El Paso. Yeah. Yeah, um, brandishing a knife. Dude, did right. I did we talk about the dude that that was running around California between Garden Grove and Santa Ana? I think it happened yesterday after we were off the air, or no, while we, we were on the air. We haven't talked about We'll go to that. In a we second haven't talked about that crazy dude either. That. I don't know much about it. Dude, he killed four people and injured I don't know how many, and it was just a random stabbing spree, and like he was just no, going into random places. I heard a news break on it. He actually cut off some guy's nose before he stabbed he him cut in the off back. The nose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he was all he was doing was getting gas. All that dude was right. doing was standing there getting gas. So you got to be careful wherever you are in public. You know, you know, <laughs> just crazy people everywhere. That dude's nuts. And they got him in a in a uh, uh, in a Seven Eleven because they were looking for his car. He was driving around in his car and then getting out and stabbing people and then getting back in his car and taking off. They found him in a Seven Eleven, the last place where he killed somebody, and he killed the security guard and then cut his gun away from him. So he was planning on going on a shooting spree as well. Right, right. That crazy bastard. Yeah, I just heard a little bit of news update on that. I haven't heard too much about it. I heard that this guy was out there, and I heard about the nose and the stabbing at the gas station. That's all the information yeah. I got on that. But he, he went into an insurance funny. company and robbed somebody and then and took from the receptionist, took some money from the receptionist and stabbed her too. So, And I, I don't know if she's all right, but he was just random. It was absolutely random, except for maybe the first two killings in his apartment complex. Those might not have been random. He may have known those people because that's where it started was in his uh, apartment complex. But I'm sorry. He yeah. went off of the guy, that the 18-year-old that was sitting out front of the detention center. Uh, he was 20. <laughs> dude, this is just making me laugh. 21 and uh, still a wackadoodle. His was name funny. was. Uh, let me find it here real quick. Uh, I thought he was Thomas. Young. That was I a Walmart dude. It was eighteen. This is twenty-one. Thomas Bertram had a MAGA hat on and Trump stickers and stuff all over his car. Just standing, just sitting in his car outside of the detention center, brandishing this knife. I mean, these Nothing guys. Are about just, that. I, don't, I don't understand what these guys are doing. It just makes no sense to me. These guys are so emboldened by our president that yep. it's and his just, words. And and he has he can't see that. And there's no Republicans that'll say that. There's no one else oh, we all see up it. for him. It's That's just, okay, we uh, all see it. And we're all talking about yeah. it. Everybody sees it. And they're afraid of white people. The people are looking at geeky ass white guys and going, Yeah, there's something yeah. wrong. <laughs> So we are we're all very aware of it. Um, uh, dude, you just mentioned 45. Um, when they were in El Paso, they actually uh, – he and his wife uh, – I just – I can't call her first lady anymore. Um, he and his wife were um, uh, uh, posing. They took a photo op with the baby that survived the Walmart shooting. And it was oh, the one that both that. Parents or died. Yeah, he gave a thumbs up to the baby, and they're both standing there smiling, and she, his wife's actually holding it, holding the child. And I'm like, man, there's something so inherently wrong. He gave a thumbs up to the kid who lost his parents and is orphaned. What? And it's an infant. This thing's like three months old. Right. You know, it's Dude, actually it's insane. Like said, they went to the Dayton Hospital and they shot a campaign video at the Dayton Hospital. Mine oh, is supposed they, to be they, a consolation tour where you're consoling. And Dayton, at least, were actually victims who were willing to talk to him, unlike El Paso we right. talked about yesterday. So these Dayton yeah, people are actually looking forward to him coming. And he videos the whole thing and makes a campaign video out of it. How, Dude, did you I see mean, some of the smiles? So 
the way he was smiling is so like reminiscent of the Joker. I just it, it was so oh, creepy. 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 Yeah, creepy photos, dude. And I'm, and I'm, I'm just like, we all see it, right? We all see it. There may be, you know, 60 million people out there that don't. That's fine. You can stay blind. We all see it. I that don't understand. 360 or so are? million people that outnumber you. Where is people surrounding him that go on these trips with that say, guys, yeah, really that saying, smiling? And doing a thumbs up with, with the baby with the morphine. Yeah, I, I know. His crew, man. His, his, of him? his press crew. Something else. It's just bad. Dude. Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. At least a third. It's like a third of our Congress at this point is looking at impeachment. That's a majority. There's only 300 members, right? This is a democracy, so that's a majority if you're really looking at it. A third? Because all you got to get is a couple more, and then you got half. Right, right. So, well, unfortunately, it's all, yeah, it's all just Democrats except for a handful of Republicans. But No, there's some Republicans, it's yeah. Happen, but we, we just have to get them out of the ballot box, I guess, but. Yeah, well, you know, it, 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 dude, yeah, I, I totally agree with you that we will not pay attention to the Electoral College in 2020 if whoever the candidate is that beats him uh, or gets more votes than him gets like 90 million votes compared to 60 million or 100 million votes. I mean, they've got to really outnumber him in order. It can't be just 3 million votes like Hillary in order for anybody to contest it. So, you know, we, you know, it's got to be an overwhelming amount of people. And in order for that to happen, we seriously need the blacks and the Latinos to come out, man. We need them to come out in, in droves. We need you to come out and vote. And that's, that's the only way that that's going to happen. Because I know we're, I mean, we've we argued this back and forth uh, on the Electoral mm-hmm. College, but it, 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 to mm-hmm. me, it seems like it's pretty locked in so for him. So and well, it's going to be hard to combat thinking, it. I mean, we've halfway teased on the show before that will he actually leave the White House if he gets defeated? <laughs> Even if he the White House, can you imagine the last two months? I mean, the election's November ninth, and he's not leaving for January twentieth. Why? Yeah, why is there a two-month transition period? We live in two thousand nineteen. We don't live in seventeen. Yeah, no, no kidding. This, yeah, if he loses, dude, no, it's going to be a really scary two months. Why is there a two month transition? I don't understand that. Um, we live in 2019, right? And and by then it'll be 2020, where we can actually just push and it prescend and it's done. It's over. You 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 can make any transition you need to just by the push of a button. We don't live in the 1770s when it took three weeks just to get back to California and tell your constituents what's going on. And then, you know, if you're, if you're from California, I'm just saying going all the way across the United States. And, and then it took another three weeks to get back. So you're looking at a month and a half. So yeah, I can see that a transition period might be a little tough in the 1770s. Now, no, we can be there in an hour, literally from anywhere. We've got jets. Right. You know, we can be there right now. So that transition period, just like um, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did, um, her transition period, she didn't wait. She didn't wait. The second that she was – that she knew she had the job, that she was elected, she went into her offices, and they're like, you don't need to be here. We're – you know, there's a month that you don't need to be here. And she's like, I don't care. I'm starting right now. Right. So, I love that. you know, that that could be something that the new president does if elected, where it's like, just walk in, just walk in and be like, no, it's my White House now. It's my Oval Office. All right. Well, that's a good Because there's no other place for the president to hang out. All righty. Let's go ahead no. and really? play wow. a wicked game because this politics is a wicked game. Indeed. Excellent. Our good friend yes, Brandon is. and James is part in uh, English, part in Spanish. Um, we're not going to be able to talk off break, my friend. I'll see you in about three and a half minutes. I'm going to go try to find a little less windy space. I've had a message from a couple of our listeners. That I'm a little muffled. So it's a little, yeah, it's a little. Soapbox. We'll be we're back hearing in a lot of wind. Here we go. All right. 
That was Brandon James with the Wicked Dame. Guys, give us a call. you got about 25 minutes left. 347-989-0126. Let us know what's on your mind before the weekend hits here or what you guys are up to this weekend. Yeah, uh, we can hear you, you better. Oh, good, good. We okay, can hear you better. Good. Yeah, it's not, not as windy. Oh, the, cool. it, it seems like maybe the signal's a little weak. Might be that. Yes, that's possible, too. Like I said, new phone, and I'm in outdoors, so I have no Wi-Fi or anything. So we're right. we're getting through the best we can. Cool. Um, what so what were we talking about? Next? When we, uh, well, no, we, we can stay on the same stuff. stuff. I've kind of hit all my shooting stuff, so whatever you want to go to next, you tell me. Um, uh, we could go back to weather. <laughs> it's always my favorite. It's just that we've got so much happening, like the, the oyster population is deteriorating, so it's going to affect our food supply now. And we were just talking about it, uh, or at least uh, the UN was just talking about climate change uh, needs to be addressed. Uh, and um, and that, we were just talking about that on, like, Monday. Uh, so, uh, and, and oysters are, are declining. Uh, in population off of California. And uh, also we've got beaches over in Thailand that are being shut down because of algae blooms. And we've got all these algae blooms forming all over the place, including Lake Erie right by, right by where you're at. 
So yeah, like um, every year, and they get worse every year. It seems a lot of that. A lot of that is because of the waters becoming more acidic. We keep adding fertilizers and and oil and you know gas and just all sorts of chemicals into wastewater. We keep adding, you know, literally human waste into dumping it into the oceans. And the oceans are not going to clean that up by themselves. Uh, in fact, our oceans become more acidic as we do that. And that means all life in the ocean is threatened. And right now we are currently seeing, seeing the decline of, of oysters. Um, so that's part of, you know, it will affect our, the food chain, uh, and it's happening now. Uh, and these, these algae blooms, which we see form in, in, uh, in Florida all the time, we see them all the time and we get red algae, algae, and we get green algae all the time. And it's because of us, we, we, we're doing a lot of damage. So we need to, you know, clean up after ourselves. Um, you know, take our, you know, really seriously clean up after ourselves. Um, and uh, I talked about the hurricanes that are hitting or the uh, typhoons that are hitting in China and Japan yesterday. Um, the one, I mean, the two of them, because there were three of them, uh, two of them have now combined into one. And, uh, and it is just crossing the north uh, end of Japan and heading towards China. So um, they're they're getting hit by like 100 mile an hour winds is about as fierce as that thing wow. is right now. But a lot of lot of rain, lot of water associated with both of these storms. And there's been there's already been slides and uh, landslides and people displaced. So and there's millions of people over there that are lower income and they all live by the beach. They all of them live on low lying lands that are basically swamps. And they're all being displaced because um, their houses are just actually – they're not even houses. They're shacks that are being just completely right. destroyed. So um trying to think what else weather-wise. I mean, besides the freaking heat wave that we're about to have again uh, in the United States. So, you know, people take care of yourselves. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the, the don't sit on toilets during lightning storms. So don't do it. Don't go to the bathroom <laughs> while while there's a lightning storm. There is potential for your house to get struck by lightning and for the methane gas and your plumbing to get ignited and then blow up your toilets. So it's like it's somebody threw a cherry bomb into the toilet. Um, so you know you don't want to be on that when 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 there's a lightning storm. I, you know I'm sorry you just don't want to do it. Try to stay away from your bathrooms. Uh, although during a tornado you kind of want to go to your bathroom but not go to the but to go to, to your bath to actually inside of the bath if you don't have a basement because that's one of the safest places because right. it's actually tied down to the ground. So that's part of why it's one of the safest places. Make sure to cover yourself with, you know, either the shower curtain or some type of a mattress even. Make sure to cover yourself because there will be a lot of glass and there will be a lot of uh, uh, debris from, you know, other people's houses or your own house. Um but even trees and stuff like that will fall on top of you. So you need to make sure that you're not getting cut in the process, you know, cover yourself up. But that is one of the safest places is your bathtub yeah, during a tornado. You tell me because you're a builder, if it's a wives' tale or what. I read something that you should go to the southwest corner of your house in your basement if you have one. Why? What's the significance of that? Or were they just talking? Yeah, you? no, that depends on the direction of the storm, actually. That depends on which direction the tornado is actually coming at you. Um, okay. uh, it's not necessarily the safest place. What it is is that, that most uh, storms will come out of the southeast, most tornado. Wait, let me think, that, let me think about this for a second. South, I'm, I'm just turning around trying to figure out, I'm navigating myself on, on where I'm actually at. Uh, no one else can see this happening, so I'm sure it's really interesting radio. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, most storms will come out of the southwest. Sorry, tornadoes will come out of the southwest. So if you are in the southwest corner, everything will get blown away from that corner is the whole idea. Oh, gotcha. okay. Once once something hits, 
it, it all get blown away from that area because it's heading northeast is the direction. You know, it's, it's from the southwest, gotcha. but it's heading northeast. Right. So, and that's the majority okay, of storms. I wouldn't say that about. Cornerstone of a house. I know they, I heard about cornerstone for houses that they're always in the southwest. Or I didn't know what that was about. I just heard that and was wondering what it meant. Hmm. That's, that's I don't, you know, I don't actually know. My 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 civil engineer dad might. Um, I don't actually know what the case is on that. Uh, you know, there might be a southwest corner, not from the foundations that I've ever poured. They've they've always been the same or placed the the foundations that I've placed because I am Department of Transportation certified concrete tech as well as other things. Uh, so, um, and I got interested in that just because of my dad via osmosis. And I, I actually worked as a Department of Transportation. I'm about to get into another story that has to do with this. Um, but all the foundations that I've ever placed for any houses or any buildings, there isn't one corner or another that's stronger than, than the other from what I, from my experience. Um, right. but, uh, there may be in, in, uh, in other cases, I, you know, I, I, I may just not know about, um, but, before, so I'm sure that's a, a thing of some kind. I don't know what it is, but I know that every place has a cornerstone in the, in the building of it. So I don't know what that means, right. but it's a thing. Yeah. I'm All not, right, well, I'm not sure. Into, um, let's jump into but, uh, one last. No, I wanted to go. Thing. I wanted to. No, I wanted to Go jump ahead. into um, – uh, there's, a, there's a highway in Wisconsin, Highway 12, and it's a 70-mile-an-hour highway. And there are roadways that intersect, uh, one being Walworth Drive or Walworth Avenue in uh, a city, little town called Whitewater, Whitewater, Wisconsin. Um, there were two children, not children. One was a young adult or a, a 14 year old and the other one was seven years old, uh, just died, uh, last week at that intersection. And there have been multiple fatalities at that intersection. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm originally from Chicago and therefore involved with the Illinois department of transportation. And we did have involvement with the Wisconsin department of transportation as well. And I'm, I, my recommendation for any intersection, any, because I've had multiple people in my life die because of uh, fatalities in automobile accidents uh, and motorcycle accidents, um, is and, and getting center punched at an intersection. Uh, uh, it, it, uh, build a bridge. I, you know, I, I, I don't know what else to tell you with ramps and stuff, you know, and, and watch out in those merge lanes because there's probably going to be some accidents on those ramps just because it's new and just because people tend to run into each other when they're merging. So, but they're not going to center punch each other anymore at that intersection at, or at any intersection that everybody knows is unsafe. So you can you just drive, you're driving through Ohio right now, dude. You, you know, I'm sure you're coming across intersections where you're like, wow, people are blowing through here fast. You know, they're going through there at 70 miles an hour. And if you turn in front of them, you're dead. So I, you know, yeah, I'm. This thing I'm, Ohio is railroad crossings. We're, we've been in the top 10 of railroad uh, crossing deaths for the last like 25 years. Railroad. Yeah, railroad crossing. Dude, yep. I, you know, what about an underpass? What about a bridge? I, I'm just, I'm, I, 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 I just don't get it. I don't, I, I don't understand the engineers, um, and my dad is one. I don't understand any of the process on this. Uh, you know, there's no human life that isn't worth the three to ten million dollars that you're going to spend on that bridge. There is no human life that isn't worth. And, and if there are human lives that are taken at that intersection right now, that, that's the, the state of Wisconsin, will a number of different people associated with us. And they're going to pay a lot of money to those children, to, those, to the parents of, and to the guardians of, or to the family members of. A lot of money. And it's going to be well over $10 million that it would cost you to build a bridge there. So, you know, it behooves the engineers and the states, all of them, to build these bridges and to build these underpasses. Nobody needs to get hit by a train. Nobody ever – dude, you know, I saw a lady actually get run over by a train right in front of me. 
right in front of me. And she crossed the tracks all by herself. And I'm just like, lady, ah, no. <laughs> and I, it was really bad. And it's really bad that we as pedestrians or cars or trucks or anything has to come across a railroad track. We wouldn't have to do that. There's a thing called an underpass so that we can drive underneath it or a bridge so that we can drive over it. You should never oh, yeah, have to come in contact with this. Yeah, this particular incident, when, when I saw the lady get hit, I don't mean to laugh, but it was really gross. Uh, but, uh, but, it, but it was really stupid uh, of her to be crossing when the gates are down. There's already a train. It was the train that I just got off of. And it was sitting and waiting to depart the depot, and, and another train came ripping through at about 70 miles an hour. And she just walked in front of the train that was ripping through at 70 miles an hour. So, wow. it, you know, it's, yeah, it's like when those gates are down, don't cross. That's another thing. Don't do it. When the gates are down, the gates are down yeah. for a reason. So. All right, moving on. Let's move on to a couple of uh, quasi-political news things that we got a lot of pop culture to talk about. Uh, poor Joe Biden. We do. I mean, the guy always sticks his foot in his mouth sometime or another. Uh, had a great day with a great speech in Iowa the other day condemning um, Donald Trump and all of his hate thing. But he's in Iowa yesterday, and the poor guy, I mean, his mouth just gets ahead of his brain sometimes. <laughs> and he said, uh, I'm trying to, I want Sorry, to say this crap, let me pull it up here real quick. But he said, um, It's hard to hear you, dude. You're breaking up a little bit. Okay. Um, he basically said that something about poor people, that poor people always have a chance to get up as well as white people. And he meant wealthy people. But he said white people instead. And he quickly nice. covered it and said white and wealthy and black and everybody else. He, he recovered relatively quickly. <laughs> and unfortunately, the is still there. Oh, so he said that, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately everyone's recording this. <laughs> I know. It's, it was a TV thing. And so, I mean, he just keeps happening. The poor guy was doing so good for a day and a half. And then just got pummeled on by this. So I felt sorry for For a day and a half? Is that what you just said? He was so so good for a day and a half. For a day and a half. (laughs) Didn't say anything silly for a day and a half. And then... So that was a very sad... And then a really sad thing, talking about the state of our country right now, is I I read where uh, police were called, and I got to look at the state for it, um, to a 77 and 76 year old man and woman on a murder suicide because they couldn't pay their medical bills, and that's a sad wow. state of affairs in the country when the husband ended up killing his wife and killing himself because they couldn't pay his medical because bills. Because of their medical bills. Pay. Yeah, I need to find the city and state real quick. Dude, that he should in, not be the, the case. And said Can we socialize healthcare already? And he did it. I know. And I think that needs to be what we need to be talking about instead of impeachment. We need to be talking about the health care issue. And it was very, very sad situation. Let me see if I can find the city where we talk about it for a second. Um, I would bet that Washington, a lot of supporters, a lot of supporters of 40 um, uh, have some type of mental disorder, and that if we actually had a um, uh, some type of program, they would turn and be given the help that they actually need, and they they might realize that this guy is a complete douche. So you know, I mean, it, it might just give them some clarity if they could uh, get through the mental health issues that they actually have. So a part of socializing would actually help us for decisions in our lives. Socializing healthcare. Right. We need to do that. All right. Well, I have four pop culture things. We only have about 10 minutes left, so let's go through these. We talked about Friends the other day and getting that song stuck in our head and me having my mug. Mm. The friends Are you going to do it to me again, dude? You're going to do it to me again. I'll be doing it for you. Yeah, great. 
Friends Castle uh-huh. and Legolas. You can now get your own personalized Central Park Lego set featuring the cast of I can, Friends. I can buy Central Park in a, in, in, a, in a Lego set? That's awesome. You can. It's fifty nine ninety nine for the set. Um, for the entire Lego set, it has uh, something like uh, 1,020 pieces to it. And they are now immortalized in Lego forever. Does it come with like little tiny Central Park coffee cups and little tiny like Lego like uh, um, pastries and stuff like that? And does it come with a little couch and, and a little tables and, and chairs? Or do you have to build all that stuff? I didn't see that, but one of the things I thought was interesting is this was an idea brought. They have Lego has an idea line you can look up online and call into, and if they get enough people that ask for a certain idea. Um, they will go ahead and make a Lego set of it. So I guess this was one of the wow. idea lines that people wanted to find. So uh, I'm thinking daylight sucks in any which way you can. We need to get it, we'll get a petition going and we can have our own Lego set. No, every which way, <laughs> you mean? Uh, every which way. Uh, yeah, no, every which way. They didn't want to do any merchandising on that. They don't have any contracts on that. That's a non-union show. How dare they if they put merchandising out on that and not pay the actors anything? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, daylight sucks, dude. Definitely. No, I've already got a whole merchandising plan for it. So I already got an entire merchandising plan for it. Action figures. It's it, it, there's a lot of stuff. Hot Wheels. A lot of stuff. T-shirts. Right. Bumper stickers. Anyway, yeah, if you're Lego a friend's set, fan, you cool. your collection, you need to go pick out their Lego set. Fifty nine ninety nine gives you the entire set. Up next, I don't know if you're a, a fan of Ron Burgundy at all. Are you a fan of that movie, Ron yes. Burgundy movie? I'm not a fan of Will Ferrell, but I am um, a fan of a certain of his characters. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm a fan of the concept. Ron Burgundy, Weatherman, right? Is that the one? Right. Yep. That's the character, and yeah. that was uh, yeah. He um, the character's been iconic and had a lot of spinoffs. It actually was sent off to a Ron Burgundy podcast last year on iHeartRadio. Nice. One of the biggest nice. podcasts of the year, and so in honor of the second nice. season launching this week, uh, Ron Burgundy in the character of Will Ferrell or Will Fer- Will Ferrell in the character of Ron Burgundy did a world record and was on every single late night talk show last night talking about his new podcast. I thought that was a pretty good feat that he was on everyone from Fallon to James, uh, James, whatever is the Gordon to uh, Stephen Colbert to. He went on everybody's talk show. How'd he do that? Some of them film in Los Angeles. So he had right, to film. And, so I'm sure they pre tape oh, okay. the interview on all of them because um, they all pre tape them. And I don't know how the logistics was, but he actually made every single late night talk show in one one night last night. I thought that was pretty cool and a pretty mar- genius marketing uh, strategy. Yeah, that's pretty smart. For the second season of the podcast. So congratulations to Ron Burgundy, the Ron per- Burgundy podcast. Available on iTunes and uh, iHeartRadio, which we're available on as well. So I thought that was very cool. Elf. Um, I loved Will Ferrell and Elf. <laughs> exactly. Uh, another thing in pop culture, we were talking about the meatless burgers. We've talked about that a couple times on the show. Subway is getting into the mix now, and Subway is doing a meatless meatball sub for a limited time are rolling out in quite a few states across the country right now. So if you're looking for the Impossible huh. Burger or the Meatless Burger, you can get a Meatless Sub, um, Meatball Sub from Subway for the next month and a half. So limited run, I thought that was interesting. Um, also, uh, the Game of Thrones uh, executive producers, uh, um, D.B. Weiss and um, David Benoff, uh, a contract uh, that is supposedly a billion dollar contract for uh, with Netflix. They are no longer with HBO. After that amazing Game of Thrones run, they are no longer with HBO. Are really? you there, dude? Yeah. Wow. They just signed what? 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 And I. This is you know. I, I supposedly it's a billion dollar contract. 
It's one of the biggest contracts in in history of TV. That's crazy. To create, and they they're creating three other shows, and I don't know what the name of the three other shows are. Yeah, that's that's absolutely amazing. The the entertainment business can do that for you. Um, you know, you, you got an idea and move that for you. Good for them. So, cool. yeah, no, I think it's really cool. Netflix just had right, to um, set up. I'm uplifting note every day, so I'm going to try to finish up with this story. We only have about two minutes left here. Um, right. If your name is Green, as in Scott Green, spelled G-R-E-E-N or G-R-E-E-N-E, get yourself over to Frontier Airlines. They are giving anyone with the last name Green or Green with an E a free round-trip ticket up to $400 on Frontier Airlines to celebrate their new they're, – they're the greenest, most sustainable airline been certified. So you can get a free round-trip no ticket. There's no such thing. I'm sorry to, to, <laughs> to be a downer on that one, but there's no such thing as a green airline. You're ripping CO2 tracks all through the air. I can see them right now. <laughs> I can see the damage that you're doing. A lot of people call them chemtrails. Um, no, I see you ripping through the atmosphere, doing a whole bunch of damage. And as we continue more plane flights, it will be more damaging. Well, it's the most so, yeah, sustainable. That's cool, everybody. It's green. Sustainable guide to flighting. So maybe I guess I don't know oh, what, how to say. It, okay. but it's the most sustainable. So maybe they're recycling okay. something or whatever, but it's the most sustainable airline out there is what they're celebrating. Okay. So maybe they're using a different type of fuel. Could be. I thought that's they interesting. So if fuel? you're listening and your last name is Green with an N or an E, yeah, get over to you'll get your $400 round-trip ticket. <laughs> oh, I think that's hilarious. Uh, it, it's, it, I guess it's an up note. There you go. <laughs> All right, that brings us to the end of the week. Guys, tune in next week. We'll be here Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, for an hour of Great Talk Radio, standing on my sofa. Stay cool. It's going to be hot. Craig and I stay cool this weekend. We're going to finish yeah. out with a little bit of Rise from Superfruit and Brian, Justin Crumb. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye-bye. Peace. Maybe I moved it. Here it is. Really? Oh, you.